Welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary contexts, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. This podcast is part of Calvary's Daily Connection, a place where Calvary shares something new each day to help you grow in faith. So we hope you check that out through Calvary's app or by going to connectwithcalvary.org. Well, today on the podcast, following up on uh, the middle of our uh, 40 days of prayer uh, series, and today we're talking about uh, listening and hearing uh, God's voice. So That's let's right. jump into it. Something that is uh, a topic that I love to uh, to talk with others about, not one that I remember to talk about as often because it's just um, uh, not that I've got it down pat, uh, but sometimes it's will think about it. But um, Randy and I have kind of worked together on this, and and some of the things, one of the things that I did not have time to cover on Sunday, I'm not sure I touched at all on it, um, was how do we know if it's God's voice, um, except for maybe the very end when I said that God's voice will never tell us to do something malicious, um, uh, self-harm or harming someone else. Now, sometimes truth is harmful, uh, but you know not in a not in a malicious way so some of the voices that we hear are um our own voice um (laughs) i have lots of voices in my head that shouldn't be a surprise uh to anybody that i have lots of voices in my head and i don't mean that in a sick way i just have you know lots of things that i'm thinking about um and so those those thoughts uh in and of themselves are are not necessarily uh god uh, very often are just me. Um, I have my own desires, and um, very often, uh, especially earlier in my life, I would come to God with um, my desires, um, assuming that they were also God's desires. And so, what I was really doing was asking uh, God to fulfill everything that I wanted. So that's that's personal desire. Uh, we hear God's voice. Um, and by that, I don't necessarily mean an audible voice. Um, maybe some of you have heard that audible voice, and I am not discounting that whatsoever. Um, and and then, of course, uh, the voice of, of, of Satan or um, the enemy, as Randy calls him. Um, and that's the voice that's going to sound most like it makes sense in a time of... Um, discernment, I think. Um, maybe I shouldn't say it makes sense, but that's the one that we have to be careful about, I think, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but I, I we think, have to be careful about that. I think that. we really have to be careful of that one. Um, oftentimes, it's masked. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, um, what he might be saying to us uh, has just enough mm-hmm. scripture, has just enough goodness uh, that uh, it almost almost sounds like something God would say, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you, if you listen to it long enough, if, if it's not of God, uh, it, it will often contradict God's commands or what God teaches us in the Word. Um, it will often create anxiety instead of peace, mm-hmm. and it will often accuse us or accuse others in ways uh, that uh, don't speak at all to uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. uh, the scripture says that. And as the author of confusion, his intent is to somehow, it's that little, uh, this is too simplified, and yet it, it's not a bad illustration of the two little people sitting on each yeah. one of our shoulders. I just saw that the other day in, for some commercial. Uh, but oftentimes it's uh, somebody saying, well, you deserve to say this, you deserve to think this, mm -hmm. you ought to say this, you ought to believe this, you ought to do this. Um, I've seen this come out in terms of judgment, um, harsh judgment toward others. Mm -hmm. um, and accountability is fine, and that's a whole other subject. If you have questions about that, let me know. But um, accountability is fine, but judgment um, um, is, is not. Mm -hmm. um, that's God's that's God's arena, but we somehow feel like it's our job to come in and and uh, correct somebody and say. Um, well, either to correct somebody or sometimes, and I'm I believe it's well-meaning people want to come right. in and defend God, right? But God generally can take care of Himself, right? Um, yeah, let me go back. Correcting can be a good thing, but I mean blasting, right? Yeah, right. So, heard a. Um, I was at the uh, 65th Annual Men's uh, Lenten Prayer Breakfast this morning, and a former ambassador, former congressman was the speaker. His name has just slipped from my head. But uh, I'd, I listened to about 20 minutes of the most grace-filled. Uh, he didn't give us staggering thoughts, but I mean he was clear, and he had when he came to Jesus when he was in Congress, it set the tone for his life. Um, and all over the world, he would just simply lift the name of Jesus. If the name of Jesus is not being lifted in a conversation, mm -hmm. or if the name of Jesus is not being lifted in what we're listening to, then it's time for us to, to stop and pull back and say, now is this the voice of God or is this something else? Mm -hmm. Because the voice of God will do not deny Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will not deny Jesus or deny the things that Jesus taught or the way he lived. So that that's a part of it anyway, I think. Um, it is confusing, I think, when um, God, uh, God answers a prayer very differently than what we understand Scripture to mean. And, mm -hmm. and um, I've had that happen in my life. Um, when I was divorced, um, I didn't share this in the sermon. I'm not going to go into a lot of details, but um, I I was convinced that it, um, God would not call me to divorce, and yet, mm -hmm. and so I ignored Him for a long time. Um, and again, I, I'm not sure God would call you to divorce or call me to divorce. It's a, it's the uh, it goes back to His uh, intentional will, His circumstantial right. will, His right. ultimate will. And so his, uh, I've been in a conversation with some others about marriage and divorce recently, and it's um, it's it's a matter sometimes of the circumstances right. and how how can we hear God's voice in the middle of circumstances that He would not have created, right. but yet allowed, right. and how do we sort through that sometimes? Right, 
Right. So, so we have to look, uh, and, and what is helpful for me is to look at Scripture, uh, obviously pray and pray and pray and pray about it, and also to go to uh, other Christians and say, I, I need you to pray for, with me and for me mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in and through this, uh, this area. And um, you, know, you never know where those answers are going to come, but they do come, and that's what's pretty cool. Sometimes the confusing thing, and just to be as honest as I can be, is that God's words are not words we anticipate, mm-hmm. and He does things that we do not anticipate. Right. For instance, uh, for whatever reason, I was drawn back to this Old Testament minor prophet Habakkuk. Uh-huh. Uh, he lived, oh, in the seventh century. Seventh seventh century uh, five six hundred years before Christ just a three chapter book mm-hmm. book I mean but his he has a complaint to God at least he's going to God and saying Lord what's going on yeah then he listens to what God says then he goes back and complains a little bit more then he listens to what God says and then he kind of makes a faith declaration that even though things happen that don't feel good and that may not seem by earthly standards right, mm-hmm. he is going to follow God. But mm-hmm. God makes an interesting statement to him over here in, in the first chapter. Uh, it starts in the fifth verse. It says, look at the nations and watch. And again, the conversation was about, uh, about uh, Judah or Israel uh, and uh, the stuff that was going on, most of which they created by their own disobedience. Look at the nations and watch God speaking. Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. This is this is the verse that I remembered. For I'm not going to do something in your days that you would not. I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. Right. So there are times when God does something that it seems so odd to us that we have to be careful. We don't miss that. We don't miss. The voice and what God was going to do then, uh, in this case, was to give the Babylonians uh, a victory, uh, and uh, over the children of Israel. And then Habakkuk comes back and says, "Well, how can you do that?" And God comes back and says, "Well, they will get their due in their day and time, but I need to teach and I need to do what needs to be done because nobody's listening any other way." Yeah, and how would we look at that <clears throat> if we were uh, the Israelites at the time and say? Oh yeah, God did this, and mm-hmm. God still loves us. How could that be a mm-hmm. good thing? And, and but Habakkuk goes on to say some wonderful things here. That uh, he says, I, "I will stand my watch and station myself on its ramparts, and I will look to see what He will say to me and what answers I'm to give to this complaint." So there's a, a measure of faithfulness there. And then you go down into this third chapter. He says, Yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us, that I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Mm -hmm. And so when you're in those kinds of pressure situations, uh, we have to – one of the things that I think the enemy does is he causes us to want to rush into something. Now, um, I – People that know me know that I'm probably not the most rushing into person that was ever born on the face of this earth. And people that know me say would know that I am. <laughs> um, but I think when he, I think the enemy puts pressure on us to feel like we have to do something right now when he's speaking to us, because he knows if we wait, and if we pray longer, and if we check it against the word, 
And if we uh, check with our covenant group or our small group or our prayer group or maybe it's a spiritual leader in the church, um, that when two or three are gathered in his name, truth will come. And uh, uh, I think the enemy pushes us to immediately make decisions sometimes. And that's where we get, and I've heard this, and it's always made me nervous. Good brothers and sisters will come up with this statement, God told me. And when you listen to what they're saying, it's not necessarily bad, but it's not the best. And sometimes what they're, what they're really saying is, this is what I felt. Mm-hmm. And, and folks, if, if, if you say, wow, that's tough stuff, I want to say to you, yes, it's tough stuff. Uh, I've, I've been a Christian since I was 13 years old. That's, that's a long time, uh, <laughs> 55 years, 45 years, 55 years. Uh, and I still have to pause sometimes and think, now, is this the voice of God? Because sometimes I'll read something, I'll read of a project or a ministry or something, and I'll think, well, that sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, but I, I almost never react immediately. Now, sometimes we have to react immediately, but I almost never react immediately on some things that are not, I'm not in that kind of a pressure cooker uh, to see what's just, is that exactly what God's wanting, or is that my excited moment? You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. I think and we are not saying that God doesn't speak to us. That's not oh, at my. all what we're saying. One of the things um, we didn't touch on that, uh, or that I don't think you touched on Sunday, is that God speaks to us sometimes. And this is one of those again you got to be a bit careful with, but sometimes He speaks to us through visions and dreams. Right. And somebody was sharing with you yesterday morning about that, right. about a vision or a dream they had. A vision they had in the middle of Bible study. In the middle of Bible study, cool. which yeah. is pretty, pretty unique. In fact, uh, that vision has driven us to the point that Sunday afternoon we're going to look at having a time of prayer and gathering here. Uh, and so you'll hear more about that. But I mean, when those kinds of things happen and it's confirmed. And it was confirmed. Mm -hmm. She shared it with you. You came and talked to me. We've thought about it and prayed about it, and we made a decision. We need to do something here. Then we can say God spoke. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't in a voice. It wasn't through somebody else. But it was through a vision and a dream. So Very clear one, yeah. Yeah, and so God God does a lot of different um, – God God just does a lot of different ways. Um, A couple quick things here. God's voice is gentle. I've just copied these down and jotted some things down that I've reflected on. God's voice is gentle and persuasive, free from pressure. Satan's voice is often loud, always demanding an immediate response. Um, God's voice, when it's God's voice, even in the midst of uh, and and this brother this morning was talking about uh, he had lost a son 21 years ago to leukemia. And his journey with um, started out with just really anger with God. And he, had, he was already sold out to God. He had already given everything he knew how to give to God. And yet when his son died, it upset his cart. And he says, but through that journey, I got closer to God, and I believe in him more today, and I trust him today more than I ever have. Um, and so God's word often will speak a peace to us in the midst of, of of a stri- uh, a struggle, mm-hmm. um, I, I experienced that with Dylan's death. Mm-hmm. God's peace was speaking, and uh, uh, so 
Um, <clears throat> it's interesting. God tends to speak when I'm seeking or listening. Uh, I'm looking at second. I'm looking at Second Chronicles seven fourteen, but I don't think it's this Sunday. I think it's on the twenty fifth that I'm, I'm thinking about that seeking for seeking the face of God. Uh, Satan's voice often breaks in on in uninvited and, and interrupts thoughts and interrupts other things that are going on. Uh, the pastor that uh, helped me find Christ, find that personal relationship, moved from being a religious uh, young man in church to a, a young man driven by a relationship with Jesus Christ. He uh, he always said this to us young people in our youth group. He says, "If in doubt, don't mm-hmm. wait till you sort it out." Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's a powerful thing uh, recognizing that um, that God really does answer prayer. Um, God really does communicate with us um, in a variety of ways. Um, even when we haven't, some of the greatest blessings um, and ways in which God has spoken to me are things that I haven't asked for. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but God has uh, has gifted me and. Uh, so, you know, it, it is a confusing and a growing kind of thing um, that uh, I think I said, I don't know if I said it Sunday morning or if I said it in the Bible study, that um, the more we do it, um, the more we hear, listen for the voice of God, and the more we um, uh, practice that in our lives, the more, more we get comfortable with right, it. Right, right, right. The more it becomes easier to, to sort out. Right, and to, um, to discern that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway. many times in my ministry, and you have to, I've had somebody come to me just so excited and said, you know, I really think this is what God is calling me to do. And um, sometimes those things were right on. They and were. And sometimes God's calling an individual to do it. Absolutely. But what I've experienced in the church is many times folks come in, and this is what I think God's calling me to do, but I want you to do it. Yeah, this is what God's calling you to do, Pastor. Yeah, <laughs> or somebody to do. So yeah. anyway, yeah. yeah. So anybody else have anything um, about this? Mm. It's all right. I'm not touching this one with a ten foot pole. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken. Yep. All right. Well, the safety music is up now. So that's that's right, good. The safety music. <laughs> And uh, we are glad that you're listening today as well. So if you have any questions or want to continue the conversation, uh, you can get a, get a hold of us on uh, Facebook or email or uh, Twitter, any of those, uh, any of those places uh, you find us. And uh, next week, we'll be back with a deeper dive into prayer again as we continue through this 40 Days of Prayer uh, series. So until then, grace and peace. Mm-hmm.